you for tuning in to the Adrian Ross Show, a product of the BMG Network. That is thebmgnetwork.com. Thank you for tuning in today. Here's a timely talk we're going to have today. Some people are living in areas where school has already started for this year and others, like where I live, are about to start some actually have already started, but others are about to start this week. And of course, like in, in New York, uh, where I lived all of my life until the last few years, um, they don't go back until until right after Labor Day, but that's just right around the corner. So I, I want to dedicate today to our schools, really our parents, as they relate to our schools. My church just today, actually, today being Sunday, the day that I'm recording this, had a what we call the back to school bash. And uh, but we in the service, we um, at the end of the service prayed for all of our students, actually all of our families. But we were really focused in on our on our children. Uh, Pastor preached a message called it's a family affair and talking about how important the family is. And obviously, we lift up and pray for and um, surround with love our students because they are the blessings of God. Our children are our most precious resources that God has blessed us with. And so we, we wanted to pray for our kids, of course, uh, old and young. We want to obviously pray for our educators. And uh, I want to lift them up because they play such an important role in the lives of our students. But um, no one plays as big a role in the lives of children than do parents, than do families. And that's why I want to focus on this today. I, I want to make sure it's understood that I'm not using this time to bash educators. I have a background in education. That is my background. I taught for over 17 years in upstate New York. I taught seventh grade English in the public school. I know what it is to be in the classroom with students. I know what it is to work with other teachers. I know plenty of teachers who absolutely adore students and love their jobs teachers that I worked with, teachers who are still working, etc. I also know what it is to be around teachers who don't seem quite as enthusiastic. Uh, but the vast majority of people I had the honor of working with really loved our students. And so I want to say that I'm not bashing teachers. I'm not bashing public education per se, but I am concerned about it and I have been concerned about it. And so I am not trying to step on anybody's toes, but I'm also not trying to be silent just so that people will not be offended because that's not what I do. We, 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 we can't, we can't, we have to speak the truth. We can't just try to, um, to make sure everybody feels comfortable. This is a situation that we're living in that's not necessarily comfortable. What's going on in the country and how it's affecting our children and even targeting our children. It's not necessarily comfortable, but it is necessary that we stand up, that we speak out and that we are aware. And so, you know, I've said this before, with a lot that's going on in education today, with an agenda, uh, with some values that don't necessarily always reflect the values of a family, I really 
highly recommend that that families that have a way to homeschool consider that that families that can afford perhaps private school consider that again i'm not hating on public school i was a public school teacher but i am saying that the best plan for your kids to be raised with the values that you want them to have is a plan that involves you or plans that involve other institutions that reflect those values. And, um, and so I say, look into homeschooling. I mean, if homeschooling and maybe you are not able to homeschool, but you know, look into it because there are, there are, I guess what they call homeschool co-ops. There are people who are homeschooling and they have a community of, of other, um, other students whose families are maybe are working, but they get to homeschool those and they, you know, they get to socialize, they get to do trips, they get to do all that other stuff and, and their values and their faith and things like that are supported. So it's, it's definitely, definitely worth looking into and, and private schools that uphold those values as well. And if your public school does that, that's wonderful. If that's the route you choose to take. Okay. But I am going to say this, it is absolutely necessary that you know what's going on in the classroom, in the schools. Now, maybe there was a time when you just sort of dropped your kid off at the door and just, you know, at the school door, you know, waved goodbye and just knew that everything was going to be on the up and up, just knew that the curriculum was going to be one that you could support, that they weren't going to be um, having, uh, your, your, your little girl isn't going to have a dude in the locker room with her. Your, the teacher wasn't going to reprimand the kid who was uncomfortable with the guy, uh, with the, the guy who decided that day he was felt like a girl. And so they felt like they had to honor that and he could go into the bathroom and he can go into the locker room and, and all this stuff. There was a time perhaps when you dropped them off and you didn't, you didn't think about, didn't even consider that there would be uh, some kind of um, transgender agenda, that they weren't going to be trying to, um, to, to kind of push your kid in the direction of whatever identity they felt like being. Um, that doesn't swear with many people. And, and unfortunately, in some places, that's the way it is right now. Okay. And you're the crazy person, apparently, if you don't agree. So maybe there was a time that didn't even cross your mind. Maybe there was a time you, you would, if someone brought it up, you'd say, absolutely not. But we're living in this quote, woke era now. And the school thinks they own the kids. And the parent, you know, you just kind of have to sit down and shut up. I'm begging parents today. I'm begging families today that you get as involved as you absolutely can. And if you're too busy to know what's going on in your children's schools, then you're too busy. Because, again, your children are the greatest, most precious resource you have. And God has entrusted, he's given them to you. He's trusted you to raise them. No one's going to love them like you do as much as there are wonderful teachers. I like to think I was one of them. I have students 
years and years and years later who still honor me, who still um, speak well of me, who still refer to me as, you, you know, the their favorite teacher or the best teacher or the teacher who cared about them. And I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm saying that to say I understand that there are people who have a true heart for kids. But I also understand that we're living in some serious, dangerous times and you have to you can't be too busy to know what's going on. You know, parents didn't always ask the teacher, Okay, so what what book what book will my child be reading in in English this semester? You know what what visitors are you going to have coming in to the school this this year. Maybe there was a time when it wasn't like that, where where maybe the parent didn't ask the kid every day, you know, what, what happened today in school? What'd you learn today in school? What were some of the discussions today in school? Maybe they didn't feel that that was necessary, but I'm begging you, this has got to be a time where you are on it. Where you are on it. Because before you know it, Certain ideas and things that are the antithesis of what you know to be right, what you know to be true, what you're raising your kids to value, all of a sudden, boom, your kid has those mindsets, your kids have those thoughts. And you have to be the one who implants the truth into your children. So you are not afforded anymore just to just be chilling and just assuming that it's all cool. If it is cool, that's great. But you need to know that, too. And then honor and honor that school, honor those teachers, thank them. okay? but when something ain't right. You have to know that. But you can't know that if you don't ask questions, if you don't meet the teacher, you have meet the teacher nights, but don't wait for meet the teacher night. Because that's usually a few weeks into the school year. Know who the teachers are. Make sure they know who you are. Make sure they know your face. If they were to see you out in the, in the supermarket, they should, they should identify, be able to identify and recognize who you are. I'm not telling you to chase the, the, the teacher down and ask all kinds of questions in the middle of Walmart because I've experienced that too. I know what it is to be like, oh my goodness, you, it's a, it's a, you've had a whole day of teaching or it's a Sunday afternoon and you run into a parent and they want to know about Johnny and Shaniqua and all that and you're there just to pick up your toilet paper, you know? And so I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that there's, there's a right way to do it. There's a way to, hey, I'd like to, to be able to come in and I'd like to meet the teachers. And, and again, if it's, if it's early enough in the school year that they have meet the teacher night, then okay, then be there at meet the, the teacher night. Ask the teacher, you know, what, what's your, what's your plan this year? What are you, what are you teaching this year? What are the books that you're, you're taught, you know, I'm not asking you to be a pain in the neck, meaning I'm not saying every minute of every day you're ringing up the teacher, but I'm saying that often you need to be you need to be in what the school is doing. You need to understand what they're doing. You need to know the teachers. They need to know who you are. And if something doesn't set right with you, don't feel like you have to take a back seat. Don't feel like, well, I'm not the teacher and I don't have a degree in teaching. Look, you don't need a degree in teaching. You're the parent. And so respectfully, you can develop relationships with them in a respectful way because that's your child. And if there's a teacher who gets an attitude, then they'll just have to deal with it. They'll just have to get over it, you know, because there's some, quote, woke stuff going on that you don't want in your kids' lives. Because woke, unfortunately, is asleep. 
it, it, that's this that's just where that's just where we are. And then your children are are made to feel like if they don't go along with the current wokeness, that there's something wrong with them. And that there's nothing wrong with them and that that what they're what you're teaching them in their home, what they're learning in their church. Well, that must be wrong because, see, the teacher said, no, you are the number one teacher. And you base, you know, for those of us who are of faith, you are teaching and you are you are instilling in them the values that the Lord has. So as the school year approaches, as the pastor would say, I just step, I just stopped by to say <laughs> I just stopped by to tell you. That your children are so important that you cannot be too busy or too trusting that you don't know what's going on. Please, because this these agendas are, are these agendas are being pushed, are being pushed, are being pushed, and even safety is involved when again with these locker rooms and these bathrooms and these, all this all this stuff and then this ideology. I mean, we've seen on the news with teachers who like want to use kids as a sounding board for whatever their lifestyle is. They want to talk to kids about the relationships that they have. And I don't care if you don't, you know, even if you if it's a if it's a man and a woman relationship, which of course we value. Kids don't kids don't need to be hearing about their teacher's relationship with their boyfriend either. So I'm not just talking about issues of of transgender issues or same sex issues or things that that may go against your faith, that go against what you value. I'm not talking about that. I'm, I'm not just talking about that. I'm saying in general, some of these adults are using children to be the sounding board and to receive acceptance. I mean, I remember hearing something some teacher was talking about. I felt so, um, so loved and so um, val- valued and validated by my students when I when I shared this information with them. Why are you sharing that information with them? That's not your job. I'm not saying don't build relationships with your kids. Look, I had great relationships with my students. You know, I was, I I was the cool teacher. I was, I was, I had great relationships with my students. Okay. I, you know, and I, as a, as a a coach and as a, as a basketball enthusiast and a basketball player, who the teacher who was out there at lunchtime at recess after lunch with her, putting her sneakers on and out there on a basketball court, I was doing that. I had great relationships, but I'm, I'm saying, so I'm not saying that, you know, thank God for teachers who can relate to kids, but I, I don't want you relating to kids by sharing your personal business. I don't want you relating to kids by um, undermining what takes place in someone's home and in their church and in their family. I reiterate, I'm not saying that all teachers are doing that. All schools are doing that. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is you better know what's being done because this woke stuff is being done. And if you don't believe that, then you are, I'll just say gullible. You are just, you're just ignorant about it because you ain't paying attention because it's all over the place. And we're living in a time where people are applauding that, unfortunately. And those who don't, and those who take a stand, well, they're bigots or they're, you know, whatever adjective they want to, you know, you're, you're on, Fair, you're, you know, those adjectives, you're unfair, you're, you're whatever. I don't know. I can't even come up with something right now. Mine's during the blank, but it's, it's not positive. Okay. They want to call you names. 
They want to attach adjectives to you. They want to attach nouns to you. They want to, to, to put you in a box. You don't need to be in a box. You're a parent. That's your box. And as a parent, you have to know what's going on in these schools. And you, I mean, you need to be up on it. What is going on? What is being taught? What literature is there? Who's coming in speaking to my kids? What's the deal with the bathrooms, the locker rooms, and all this other stuff? How are they twisting history or hopefully not twisting, but how, you know, what kind of history is, you know, what's being taught historic, you know, concerning history. And so that again, so that you can also applaud those who are doing things right. It's not just about being a bad guy, not going in there with a chip on your shoulder, shoulder. You're just going in there. You just want to know what's up. And when the right thing is going on, then wonderful. It should be. But if something's not up and you're not, you, you don't know it, then you get what you get. And your children and your family paid the price. And we don't want that. We want to steward well the gifts that God has given us. I'm not a parent personally. I don't have children of my own. But as a teacher, I have more, I've had more children than I can count. And just as a human being and a you know, person in church, I love our kids. As a human being, I care. I care about kids. I care about the family, which is the backbone of our society. I care. It affects all of us. So be excited about the new school year. I'm not here to be gloom and doom, but I am here to sound the alarm. Sound the alarm. I don't know what the way, the way you functioned before, but I'm saying from now on, if your kids are, are leaving your home to go to school, so you know what's going on in your home, but if your kids are leaving your, your home to go to school, don't be so busy that you don't know. If you got to change things around in the evening, change, change things around in the evening. If you didn't go to parent-teacher conference or meet the teacher and all those other things, start doing that. Maybe it's the board meeting, school board meeting you need to go to. Do that. If your kids are playing sports, know who the coaches are. Okay, it's important. And I'm not saying any of this to be, to, to be insulting. I'm saying this out of love, out of concern. School is about to start or has just started. I love that our church wanted to start this thing off on the right foot today. With a message about this is a family affair, with talking about the value of family and our children, and with praying for every child and every family, and then going out in the parking lot and having they they you know uh, had inflatables and games and giveaways and, and all kinds of um, and food and stuff like that, so that the children know that they're loved and they're valued. So. That's all that I have for you today. Um, God bless your families. God bless your children. I'm going to pray right now for our kids and schools and all that. And then you're just going to go forth and, and do what God's called you to do. Father, I thank you for our children, Lord. I say our children, even though I don't have any of them. They are our children, Lord. We have a heart for them. And so God, in the name of Jesus, I declare a wonderful school year over our kids. I declare, especially those of faith, God, that they are the head and not the tail, Lord, that they excel, that they are an example to those around them, that the light of Jesus would shine from them, that it would be something that would attract their teachers, their fellow students, Lord, that they will excel in their grades, Lord. Father, I thank 
rescue, for their protection, for their covering, for their safety. And when I say that, Father, I mean completely body, soul, and spirit, Lord. We just right now declare a hedge around them, Father. Guard their mind, guard their hearts. And I pray for parents to also take seriously, Lord, to find the time, to find the energy, to find that passion, God, to continue to do what they've been doing, Lord, for the benefit of their children, and then even go further. Give them the strength, give them the wisdom to go further, Father. And we just thank you for an outpouring of the Spirit of God within our schools, Lord. We thank you, Father, that the enemy is defeated and has no authority over our children. For greater is he that is within us than he that is in the world. In the name of Jesus, I declare that. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to the Adrian Ross Show at the BMG Network, thebmgnetwork.com. Please go there and check out the other podcasts and uh, and just enjoy the informative, engaging, enlightening, entertaining content that we bring your way. And also, wherever you listen, major podcast platform, for example, leave a rating and a review. It would mean so much. God bless you abundantly. The Adrian Ross Show was produced and edited in the BMG studio. The music was provided by Kevin McLeod. Find more episodes of The Adrian Ross Show at thebmgnetwork.com and major podcast platforms. Be sure to tune in regularly. You don't want to miss even one episode.